0: Welcome back to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for watch geeks by watch geeks. I'm John Biggs.
1: I'm Nicholas DeLeon.
0: And today on the show, we're going to talk about radium. Do you like radium? Yes, Nicholas. Uh, I vi- love uh, radium. Victor is Victor's out this uh, this this week because he has a uh, he's a prior engagement. Yes, which is an embarrass- which is which is insulting to us because we're always here, always on time, always, always ready to here. go. You're the only one I I'm, I'm almost never here which is which is actually kind of funny.
1: You also have priority. You're a very important person. I don't think people realize how important you are. Deeply
0: important. What do I have to do all day? I got <laughs> I've been
1: oh, I started the purge
0: anarchy in a in a window on my uh on my desktop here. <laughs> Cuz I never watched the purge and I was curious about it. I have not it. seen
1: any of those
0: i but i'd say it's a it's an interesting concept because because uh, it's something that it's something for everyone really if you're really into uh sure. you're really into death and destruction uh yes. anyway so what do we got so radium so so i was i you had a big thing on the site today
1: or the other day yeah explain the backstory why why this radium story a why did you write this and uh what what did we learn so I'm going to tell
0: you, I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. So I, I installed ad Google AdSense or whatever, or a little Google, Google analytics. And there's a new yeah. thing. There's a new thing called like idea lab or something like that. And it oh. gives you, it gives you potential <laughs> searches that people are looking for that people that, that they are in. And, and one was like, how many slabs of quartz are there in, uh, in New Jersey or something like that. Okay. And, uh, I need to know. Yeah, exactly. We need to know. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go through this thing. And I find one, it's like, what, tell me about radium hands or something like that. And it's like, and and, and it's the, uh, in the, conceptually, it was like, it was like, what what do they want to know about radium hands? But it was like, does Rolex use radium or something like that? So for whatever, yeah. So I dug deep on radium. I remember the radium girls. The radium girls was the it was a book and a movie about the women who essentially, I mean, they were completely destroyed by this stuff. So to be clear, radium is radioactive. It has a it has a half life of like two million years. It's constantly radioactive. And the way they made it they made these watches glow is they actually put a zinc phosphate on top of radium. The radium would energize the phosphate and it would do this, it would do like a ghostly glow. And it's been around for, yeah. it's been around for since the world war one, they started using this stuff because they needed trench. They needed them in trench watches uh, because you're yeah. down in the trenches and you're, and you're looking at the, and you're, and you're, the enemy is across the way in and the you middle of france
1: just wishing france. you were dead
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but you got a really nice Not glowy fun. you got a glowy watch because you needed to yes. be able to see your 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 watch under in the trench so you, a lot of it was radium and it was covered in radium so you had the hands were covered the numerals were gigantic everything now what would happen is when they were painting these numerals and this was all done by hand they would wet the brush with their mouths so they would dip oh, it, dip it in the paint and they would, and they would put, and they would paint one of the numbers and then they'd, they'd, they'd sharpen the yeah. point of the brush again in their mouths.
1: Yeah. Bad news. So
0: over time you had, you had people whose jaws fell off, you had massive growth, you had cancers, you had ovarian yeah. cancer. The women who were doing this in a, in a specific factory, I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't look at the factory, but it's, there's a specific factory uh, where they actually uh, did a lawsuit. Um, I actually hmm. think I have a radium. I probably have a radium diver here. I have this. I have this old uh, Douglas diver from the '60s. I'm pretty sure, and it's really, really green and weird. So I'm pretty sure that yeah. I got. I got some radium right in front of me. Well, that's my next question. Can
1: I? Can I go to eBay and buy a radium watch? Does that still exist? Yeah, you can. And is that safe? Is that like, you know, a good a good idea? So. Let me see if I radium watch into eBay. What happened?
0: We're like Joe Rogan. We're looking it up online right now. Oh yeah, uh,
1: Jamie, look that up.
0: Jamie looked that up. <laughs> I even watched Joe Rogan. I don't even know. How to... So there's there's a trench there's a trench watch right now. I have just found thirty four bucks. Uh, yeah. it's super radiumy. It's a waltham, and you can see that you can see that this stuff. So one of the issues with this stuff is that the is that the radium eventually dries out. Well, not dries out. It just basically just starts to releases so much energy that it powders itself decayed
1: yeah yeah. so it
0: starts to decay and you start to get this you start to get like a powder inside there and if you breathe in that powder you're breathing you're breathing in radioactive radioactive chemicals that's not good um and what people what watchmakers can do is they can actually they can actually scrape off that paint wearing a rebreather or whatever and uh and and then reloom it with modern loom and you got a fairly good watch as opposed to whatever whatever monster that you have. So so you notice that a lot of radium radium watches are dark brown, and that's the zinc phosphate that has basically just given up the ghost over the over the years. I see. Because the only thing that glows is that phosphate. The radium basically just gives off the energy. And then gotcha. in the sixties, uh, 1968 I believe, they stopped using radium. Uh, in it, just about like the mid '70s when everybody stopped. There was still some stuff coming out that was that was radium dialled, but you can tell that it's radium when it's uh first if it's a if it's a military watch. It actually has the little atomic symbol on it. Um, and That's awesome. if, and yeah. you can actually see the and a lot of the watches have like less than whatever a number, which is the less than the number of rads that are coming out of this thing. Um, <laughs> and if it says T, that means it's tritium, which isn't radioactive. I believe what, what, what did I write there? I believe R is, is radium. Uh, if it's R dash Swiss made dash, whatever. And, um, yeah, let's see. Yeah. And you have a, the Rolex and Tudor timepieces will have additional symbols that indicate diff- different levels of radium. The exclamation point, where a small dot is below the index marker at six o'clock, indicates that the piece is following Atomic Energy Commission regulations from 1960 and has lower radiation levels. The underline on the dial, seen starting 1963, was used to indicate still lower radiation levels. And you would also see, yeah, you would see basically R uh, on your on your watch. And it's super uh, not a, it's not a good thing to have it. I mean, you can wear it. You're not gonna. Your arm's not gonna fall off or anything. But yeah, it's just not, yeah, it's that's just, my question. It's not a good time. I
1: I wouldn't I recommend where, it. Straight up. All right. Okay. I've I've been convinced. Yeah. I wonder who's thinking about this. If Google Analytics is suggesting this might be a good blog post, like who out there is searching for radium watches? Well, remember, uh, there's fairly also, random and niche.
0: There's also the radioactive uh, glass uh milk glass i believe i have no
1: idea what you're talking
0: so there's a so there's called vaseline glass or canary glass and under uv light they glow like a like a like a disco in in ukraine all right uh now we're talking yeah so it's and it's they use small amounts of uranium inside these things So what? ceramics made until the 1970s may have glazes ca- covered in radionucleotides, and vaseline glass contains a small amount of uranium and uh Claçon jewelry gets some of its yellow orange and off white colors from small amounts of uranium in the glaze so i mean a don't uh don't drink out of vaseline glass uh it looks cool it looks cool, but I mean you can imagine what was happening so this is this is an interesting point a lot of the stuff that they were eating and drinking and looking at and, and running around in, they had like lead paint everywhere. They had uranium in their glass. These sure. people were, everybody was going nuts. You can, you're up. Live in it's life. Almost, Yeah. You're, you can, you're, you can. <laughs> I,
1: they were th- really th- living, no phones. <laughs> just, just, just in the moment. Just living imagine. in the moment.
0: Well, I mean, look—we have our phones. We have our phones in our po- front pockets the whole time. So whatever's happening, I'm going to have—I I know we're going to have elephantitis of the of the knee <laughs> eventually because yeah. of all this radioactivity coming out of the goddamn phone. So what are you going to do? That's I mean, fine. we're we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. That said, if you wear a uranium watch, uh, whatever, then I think you should be okay. You should be fine. Uh, it's it don't. Don't eat it uh, don't put it in your mouth sure. and don't
1: don't breathe in the dust this tech has been f- you can't walk into a Macy's and walk out with a radium watch no absolutely not. not anymore though that may be
0: yeah I mean if you're really into th- if you're really into that you could do that uh, but yeah I mean look the tritium looks better now that's like it's it's green or it's green or blue it looks really nice it's a prettier it's a prettier color anyway so why would you want to go for the u- uranium anyway why uranium?
1: And now every, everything just uses L- Luma Bright or whatever Seiko's version is, but that's mm-hmm. presumably not radioactive. Uh, all the newfangled, but they don't glow as glow as nice. Maybe the they article. don't
0: glow as nice, and they and they don't they don't cause they don't cause absolute uh, cellular damage to uh, to your body and soul. Well,
1: whatever. What? <laughs> whole body's perfect. <laughs> I guess. <No. laughs>
0: This this is the uh right. this this is this is what
1: I this is the this is the necklace I remember. All right, what
0: else we got going this on? This is
1: this is yeah. Uh well I, I, I will say I went to uh there was a Long Jean uh event uh this mm-hmm. week in New York City. I don't know how many people listening are familiar with the New York City area. It was uh, Midtown uh, near Rockefeller Center. They had a basically a preview of the year. Now, unfortunately, I'm not clear what I am specifically allowed to discuss. Uh, I hope to get that cleared up over the weekend to have an article on the website. Uh, but I think I could talk in sort of broad strokes. Uh, I spoke to their, uh, I guess, director of products uh, along those lines. And he kind of laid out the, the vision of Longine, And that is how you pronounce it, Longine. I know folks have Longinet or they don't as long to that effect. Yes. Longines. Uh And they're, you know, they, you know, but this may not be breaking news to folks listening, but they really rely on their heritage and they're really pursuing kind of like a fashion bent, uh, I guess mm-hmm. this year, uh, you know, trying to keep prices, you know, South of like $3,000, which for a Swiss watch, I mean, is, is, I That's guess you perfect. call that affordable. I don't know. Yeah. compared to some of the other guys that are charging. Uh, I don't know. Again, I'm not clear what I what I can say. They, they, several caught my eye. Uh, to be fair to those guys, uh, and one of the things I did brought up uh, in the interview was uh, a few years ago, Longines announced the Marine Nationale, uh, and it had kind of like the Fotina dial. And I, and I was always like, you know, how do you guys kind of ride that line between, you know, it looks it, it looks vintage versus it is vintage. Uh, you know, how much do they take into account, you know, the online comments of people posting and watch blogs. Uh, and he was very diplomatic. He's like, you know, we, we look at all that stuff. You know, the trick is to, you know, not to make it look dumb, basically. Uh, and that is a very hard, <laughs> hard thing to do. And I, you know, I said, some people, he said, he feels that, you know, some people are into it and some people are not is, is the gist of it. And like, I, I really like that Marine National. there was like $2,000. Uh, I think yeah. two years ago that was announced. Uh, but yeah, just to get his uh, his thoughts on the the uh, strategy of Longines and where they sit in the kind of watch world stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, whether or not, how do you market to Gen Z? You know, I think we talked about that on last week's podcast, whether or not Gen Z is just, are they like obsessed with technology to the point where they don't even remember like what life was like before it or are they sick of it and they're they don't want a smartwatch? they're tired of zoom calls and being connected and all this stuff fax machines laser discs yes yes all these newfangled technologies and what did he uh, say whether or not they'll lean into like uh, he says it was, it was, you know, it's it's perhaps too early to say about what Gen Z is into, but it it, it is interesting. The well, clearly,
0: Gen Z is into uh, freaking Patek
1: Philippe's. They're buying Patek Philippe's like crazy. I mean, Patek Philippe is is there's no you know there's no Twitter app for the Patek. I I, I am kind of curious. Like, will they just rebel against all this tech incursion in their lives? Like, eh, I just want to watch. It just tells me the time. I don't need to be connected twenty four seven. I have no idea. Uh, but it does sound that, you know, they are trying to maintain a level of like accessibility by keeping it in that 3000 ish and under, uh, price, uh, price range, which to me, you know, two years ago, that would have sounded outrageous to me, $3,000 mm-hmm. for a watch. Uh, you know, now, obviously I know better, uh, when they're, you know, they're, these are well-made watches, you know, at movements and the whole nine yards, you know, versus, you know, we were talking a little bit before we hit the record button on Rolex and those prices have gotten very, very high, and are Rolex good watches? Yeah, I think they're good watches. Are they the most interesting looking watch? The prettiest watch? I, I think you'll get some debate there, uh, especially at, at kind of Rolex prices. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think, uh, I think they're a brand to look out for. There, as, sure. as someone like me who's like still fairly new, and you know, I'm not going to blow ten thousand dollars on a. No time to die Omega uh, anytime soon. Could yeah. I potentially spend two thousand on a nice, uh, you know, kind of chrono? Yeah, maybe. I think that's in the cards for sure. No, I, like, so I think I like they're kind of like, yeah. My
0: my one my one dress watch. I have one dress watch that I that I bought uh, at a sample sale years ago, and it's a long it's a Longines, sure. uh, and uh, and it's a chrono, and it's just a like a nice thin watch that I can wear with a suit, as opposed to like. steel watch yeah and that's perfect like i like i like their tanks i like their uh i like their really complicated these nice the master collection that's got a lot of stuff going on
1: yes i love i love
0: it's got that's got day date you got your uh you got your uh zingle and your zangle it's pretty good i have no i have no i I think they're yeah i have no beef
1: yeah we have no beef with uh with lingerie it sounds like
0: yeah i'll allow it i will allow
1: it all right. <laughs> I, will, I will try try to clarify who, what I can cuz you know they showed the preview the whole year and it's like this is coming out in March, this is coming out in August. I was like, all right, well, if I can, I need I need the dates here so I don't get anyone. It for the folks listening, I've been doing uh I guess you'd call it journalism for uh I guess around 50. I've never once broken an embargo. I've never once, never once uh written about something or published something I wasn't supposed to and I would like to keep that you're the you're the kindest you're the kindest so. soul. I am. Kinda I am. Soft. And you know what? I will say. I I, I ran into <laughs> Teddy Baldasar. I'm, I'm sure folks listening to this, uh, pretty good YouTuber. I'm I'm genuinely a big fan of his. Uh, and he was there, and we chatted for a little bit. Kind of, he talked a little bit about how he got into watches and how he uh, started his channel. I would love to get him on the pod. I. I uh, Maybe I'll email him see if he's interested in. I've, ne- to I've us. never watched uh,
0: his thing. What's his name? Bulbasaur.
1: He's nice. He's he's cool. He's uh, I guess he's roughly my age. Uh, he's oh uh, he's just a guy who's into watches and and he does pretty decent content. His na- last name is uh, if, kind of difficult to spell off the top of my head, but bal- bal- it's Teddy Bulbas- Bulbasaur Baldasar watches on YouTube.
0: B. Well, no, I, I I'm looking at his uh... He has a site, doesn't he? And he sells watches on here too. Yes,
1: he, yeah, he's got a store. See, this
0: is so okay.
1: Well, you know what? I he, think it is, and his production is good. It's uh, good, fine. Like, like a, Yeah, he's fine. He's yeah. good.
0: Let him. Let him. Let, let, let's. Let's. Let, I'm let, a fan. Don't. That's fine. Nobody. Well, look, <laughs> we're friends and, with him. Don't ruin this. Okay, we're fine. But look, I. But he's. But he's selling what? <laughs> how? How can you be? How can you be a watch? Watch writer and sell it's, watches? Yes.
1: And that's a topic we've discussed many times. Yeah, we've that. discussed and I, this. I don't know. Do does that you know? Journalists, content creator, are these lines blurring? Does the average eighteen year old care? I think uh, I, you, know, you should probably ask a PR person, not not me. Well, interestingly enough, I actually, I've,
0: I've, I've been dealing with a, I've been dealing with a guy uh, recently who I, who I technically work with on a, on a gig that I'm working on. And he, and I basically said, look, if you want it and, and we have a site that's associated with alt investment. It's, it's called with Vincent. You can go look at it. It's alt investing. You can invest in yes. like whatever, like, I don't know, Pete Rose's whiskey bottle or whatever, but you buy a share of it instead of buying the actual, alternative assets. alternative yes, assets. Yes. So this gotcha. thing is alternative assets. And, 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 couple days ago i say okay well are we a journalistic enterprise or are we not a journalistic enterprise and and the discussion and the discussion was interesting because nobody quite understood especially like the the money guys they didn't care they were like whatever this is sure. journalistic enterprise what do i look like freaking yeah. cursed? <laughs> and but this kid who i'm working with he's like look I, I buy the i i write about this stuff and i buy it and yeah. and i said look if you if you buy a if you buy a a, a, a Financial asset, and then write about it. That's highly unethical as a journalist. Now, if we come if we come down on one side and we say to ourselves, "Okay, we're not journalists per se. We're marketers or whatever. We're just writers, content creators. Content creators. We get a kick out of this stuff. Then, by all means. But if we're sitting here calling ourselves a journalistic enterprise and we have a problem, and for all intents and purposes, they're basically saying, "Okay, well, let's 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 come down on the side of everything. Everything's cool. Chill out. And we're not we're not the New York Times." we probably never will be. And that's fine by me. I don't care. Uh, But, but there's, there's definitely, there's definitely this feeling where it's like, they they don't, they don't really, they don't come down on the side of, they don't come down on the side of journalistic ethics. And uh, I, and that's probably because they never went to school for journalism too, which is, which is kind of, which is kind of odd. Are
1: there any, uh, you know, again, we discussed uh, It's probably a hard to run just like, I mean, you know, you've been running a watch site for a while. Uh, It's probably not easy to, to break even, let alone, make a, a decent wage. Yeah. I
0: make no money on the, I make no money on the site. I could tell you, I, I think, I think we get like for AdSense, I think I get like a hundred bucks a month maximum. So basically I lose money. So, so hosting I,
1: alone is probably more uh, than that. Hosting yeah.
0: alone. I, I, I had to, I had to get off one of my, one of my hosts cause it was too expensive and it kept on over. We had overages and stuff because it was so silly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hosting alone is, is more than I, more than I make. So I do this for the love of the freaking game. Uh, yeah. which is fine. It's not like I have to. It's, I, I'm not. I'm not feeding my family on this. But somebody like Ariel yes. Adams, he feeds. He feeds like multiple people with that. With that cash, yeah. so he's really got to hustle. I never had to hustle, which is fine. And I, and but I and I don't begrudge anybody who hustles or anybody yeah. who wants to sell stuff to make money. But you can't be a journalist. You can't be a watch journalist
1: and sell and sell stuff. You really can't. I was just going to say every prominent kind of watch site that I'm sure the folks listening to not to you know not the the big elephant in the room but like basically every prominent watch site has an attached uh, store or shop or you could buy merch. Uh, So I don't know that is there a New York Times or you know AP of watches where it's literally just uh, you know, journalistic well, content with we'll no watch, attached. We'll like the watch time, watch time magazine, I think
0: was pretty good back in the olden days. It, I guess it's, they're still around too, but, uh, but I mean, they, they sold the cover. They, they used to sell the cover, which you didn't really, you don't really do. Uh, but they would sell, they would give the cover to somebody who paid for it. It's
1: funny. I used to, uh, folks, let I used to work for news corporation in New York city news corp and the editor in chief of the publication once, one day it was like uh, he held up a, an issue of the magazine. He's like, "You see this Rolex ad? This thing pays for all of your salaries. Yeah, watch companies pays for like all of New York media, mm-hmm. R- to Rolex and Omega." And it's like, "Oh," and you never think about that as like a rank and file employee of how the lights are kept on. But yeah, it was kind of eye opening at the time as a young lad when I was told that. And even, and
0: even now, like, I mean, if you think, if you think about that, well, I mean, look, but what were those, what were those folks trying to do? This is News Corp. You were working at a more, more business angle, tech angle publication, right? So like, I forget what it was, Quartz or whatever you were at. Where were you? Uh, The Daily. It was, it was kind of, it was like the digital
1: national New York Post, basically. Just kind of like. Mainstreamy news, so it was mainstream, but but section. it was
0: basically just given out to it was given out to folks like walking to the subway or whatever, and that's basically just dudes going to Wall Street. Yeah, I mean,
1: it was so, it was a, a national public on the exclusively on the iPad. That was the gimmick. Oh yeah, uh, Rupert yeah, Murdoch walked oh, by yeah, my I desk Oh my god, yes, uh, those, those are the days. Those America were publishing. the days. I think that's gotta, when that's when everyone thought the iPad would save the publishing world. Yeah, well. <laughs> And that didn't quite happen. No, it didn't do anything. Oh, well, what are you going to do? All right.
0: Well, that's a, uh, that, that was a, that was a long, that was a long and winding road. Um,
1: I think, did you, I did want to add, did you see the King Seiko stuff last week? And then I guess we could wrap it up here. Yeah.
0: What, what happened with the King Seiko? Uh,
1: It was, they, they're bringing it back. Uh, King Seiko was, you know, obviously, you know, you know, right under Grand Seiko for a little while and they're bringing it back. And the, I, I think, and I said this on, on the air last week in, in the post, I think they look pretty good. Uh, I think their price, uh, fine. They're like $1,700. You know, they're, they're pretty nice mid-range dress watches, basically. Uh, but there was a real, you know, people were really debating the movement, which uses a Seiko 6R, which is has, a, uh, I would say, a not great reputation online. I have one in the Alpinist. Dude, it loses like thirty seconds a day. It's not. I mean, does that matter? <laughs> I don't know. But like that to me is like if I'm going to spend seven hundred dollars on a watch to lose, you know, several minutes a week. Uh, that's kind of weird to me. Uh, you know, should I stop? Uh, stop caring that much? I don't know. But that was a real, a real uh, debate point on the message boards and stuff last week. Is like, is that movement too bad to be in a nearly two thousand dollar watch? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think the watch looks good. It's not out for a few months. Uh, I think it comes out in like well, it's, April, well, it's June not a Grand Seiko. Remember, it's we're not talking no, about no, a King, Se- yeah, yeah, King, King Seiko. Yeah, King Seiko. It's a different so animal. this is this is like you know a notch below that, uh, maybe two notches below that. But like in their product stack, it would be Grand Seiko, King Seiko, and then like Presage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like I said. Like, I don't know if I'm an easy grader. I think it looks pretty good, uh, and I think the price is is Fair enough, basically. But that movement, that's really a big holdup for me. It's like, I know that's not a great movement. Am I just, am I that much of a watch nerd now that I'm like, well, the movement is not to my taste. It's well, movement is not to my liking, so uh, <laughs> I can't. It's, a, it's just I impossible know. for me to pick this one up because let me just. And is that something that literally only watch message board nerds like me or, you know gonna care about i don't know it'll be to see how it does you know how it does this year but that was it just wanted to bring that up again
0: oh i'm glad i'm glad well so i'm I'm glad that i'm glad we're having a little bit where we're discussing things with our audience everybody's enjoying it etc etc it's a good yeah it's a good thing i think i think more conversations about watches and again if you have any questions or comments or you wish us to do something special for you or your loved ones we do uh, we do bar mitzvahs actually I do a uh, I do a wonderful <laughs> I am I'm a tumbler um so if you need any uh if you need any access to if you need that sort of thing just let us know yeah i but, think maybe that's that's how, that's how the site makes money then the watches <laughs> are just uh, I'm just going to bring out my Casio keyboard and just play uh play yeah. lady of spain uh this has been yeah. the hour time podcast
1: uh, I'm John Biggs. I'm Nicholas DeLeon.
0: And we will see you
1: next week. Thank you for listening to The Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.